Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So um, and let's get into this pit thing right now. We'll take some calls. 412-928-9370. I watched the game the other night. It was, uh, it, it was incredible the way that... I, Pitt started slow. Veyer was, what, 0 for f- his first five or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, gosh. The first two drives, the offense isn't going to get going. It started to get going. All right, Pitt keeps talking about this blue vase or whatever. I, I have no idea what it means. I, only if you're on the team and in the program you know what it means. They're making a big deal out of this. It's it's very – go ahead. Didn't Carlo Zovko, didn't he – I think he went – I think he – let me look at it real quick. But I think he actually explained it on Twitter, what it means. So go ahead. Talk it about seems like something that's very important to the people who are on the team and <laughs> yes. the people in the program, which is great. People seems, They need rallying cries and yeah. things, but that doesn't mean it needs to be important to people who aren't. And there are certain things that are within the confines of the team, which is great. That has to – go ahead if you want I was, to. I was just going to say it's always amazing to me these, these kinds of things get talked about as being really important. Right. After they win. Well, yeah. After they win, you know what I'm saying? And it's some sort of rallying point, which, again, is great. Us against the world, all of that, whatever. The real thing to come out of this football game, I think, is did the staff – and look, if Pat Narduzzi wants to push it off to Frank Signetti because he had said not long ago that a lot of the offensive situations go to Frank, the real talking point out of this game is why did it take so long to make a quarterback change? Right? If they should have made a change probably within the West Virginia game and gone to Vare. If not, then the Cincinnati game. You know, you have um, you have uh, Phil Dracovic, who after the West Virginia game didn't want to talk to the media, was standoffish and right. all that. Why not make it then? It feels like this feel-good, and it is a feel-good, that they did get a win over a very good team that had just beaten Notre Dame. But that said, it's glossing over, I think, a very valid and good question, which is, why did it take so long when Dracovic, it was obvious early on, he just didn't have it, Paul? Well, part of it, you know, part of it is that, uh, that I'm sure they made some assurances, you know, to Dracovic that they'd give him an opportunity, that he would be the guy. And I think one of the things you always have to worry about when you are recruit, you know, is recruiting. And, you know, if you pull the, if you pull the plug after one week or two weeks or three weeks, it could be hard for you to go to a transfer portal and get another quarterback, especially when Keaton Slovis sort of flamed out last year, right? And so you look at it and you say, okay, now they've gone two years in a row where their transfer quarterback has sort of uh, flamed out. Um, so I'm sure that's part of it. The other thing is, you know, I actually don't – I actually think if you if you look at this game, if Louisville doesn't throw a pick six late, they probably win the game and nobody's talking about the quarterback. I mean, it's that fragile when it comes to winning and losing in college football. Is <clears throat> A couple of plays like that really change the game. So I need to see a lot more from Christian Bayer before I decide, okay, he's really the guy. 
Because I thought. Well, that- no, he doesn't. Okay, he, that's what you need to see. But does he need to be the guy, or does he just need to be better than Phil Dracovic, which well, at this I mean, point doesn't seem right. to be all it, that difficult? He was better than Phil Dracovic, but but my point is, people are acting like he he came in and like did all these really magical things. He had a really nice deep throw, but for the most part, he struggled to. You know, he, I think he completed less than fifty percent of his passes. Pitt had like 12 first downs in this game. It's not like their offense, and they got outgained by like 480 to like 250 or something. So it's not like he really transformed a whole lot. He just made a couple of more plays than we saw. So I just want to see, okay, now this week, now it's your second start, and you're playing a bad team. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you can build on that and see if you can make those numbers a little better now. Yeah, and what he, I think what he also did was if it works out right now, what you did is you lined up how you have your quarterbacks lined out in terms of eligibility, right? You know, right. which is something that Pitt was trying to right size and needed to. You you take a shot on Dracovic in something that you should have done, but it was all all reward in 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 the risk. You should have cut it down quick when you saw it wasn't going to happen. Well, again, I think that's a hard case to make when you are trying to make sure that you can recruit guys. Because, you know, if I'm a if I'm a transfer quarterback, I say, okay, well, Keaton Slovis didn't really work out, and then you pulled the plug on this Phil guy, you know what I mean, uh, quickly. I, I mean, do I want to come there, and, and do, you have, do you have a problem, you know, handling transfer quarterbacks, yada, yada? I mean, unfortunately, in today's college football, that is such a consideration. You always have to worry about it. I feel like four games mm-hmm. or whatever it was, five games where, you you know, you lost four in a row or whatever, you're going into your bye week. Because at the end of the day, now you put in this Christian Veyer, you've got seven games to figure out if he's going to be your guy going forward next year. And if he is, you don't have to go out and recruit another guy. You know, you don't have to try and go get a another, you know, ready-made sixth, or fifth or, uh, fourth or fifth-year senior or whatever. You don't have to do that. Well, it's that. probably time that has to stop. If if you think because you have the kid from Penn right. Hills who's coming in, right. you've got a quarterback depth chart now that you have built. But it just seemed like every, too many people want to talk about this vase. I don't care about it. I just don't. I'm not on the team. I don't care about this vase. What I do care about is what went into the decision to wait this long because I think it's a very real question. Well, again, when would you have pulled the plug on Phil Jacob? After the West Virginia game. Really? Yes. That was what, week three? or week- Paul, he was missing screen passes and throwing them at people's feet. Okay, here's it wh- was. I, he was, but here's why I wouldn't have done it after that game. Because they had – I wouldn't have put in – I might have done it after the next game, but the next game they played North Carolina. I'm, I got to get. No, it went Wofford, Cincinnati, West Virginia. He only. Right. I'm he, saying, I and then the next game was North Carolina, right? Right. What well, they got ball? They gave up 41 points. My in that point game. is, I would not have put a new quarterback in the position of playing against North Carolina. Then I would have probably taken Dracovic out, like I said, in the West Virginia game. He looked that bad that he. I would have taken him out in that. I would have game. benched him maybe in the second half of the North Carolina game. Giving Christian Veyer a chance, the game's already, you know, gone. Giving him a chance to get his feet wet a little bit, and then the next week they played Virginia uh, Tech. Virginia Tech. Now you're going against Virginia Tech with a guy that at least has ten or fifteen, twenty snaps or what under. It his was belt. never going to get back to the good side after the West Virginia game when Jerkovic said, I'm not talking to people. Um it it, it probably was never gonna get back whenever he complained about being booed. That was just, that was the absolute beginning of the end. If you look at it in retrospect, you know. Yeah, when he got well, here's the thing: he made it really difficult on himself when he got booed, and then he talked about the fans. 
because at that point they he they were never he was going to have to be so good in order to get a, you know a, a big segment of the pit fan base back behind him um but again if you let him play against West Virginia which I would have um I probably look ahead to North Carolina and say I don't think this is a game we really have a great chance of winning, but more importantly, I'm not going to throw this kid who's never played to a team like North Carolina. What I'm going to do is start Phil, and if he's bad, mm-hmm. and we, you know, the game starts to go sideways, I'll put Christian Bayer in, and I'll give him the chance to start the next week against Virginia Tech, who we have a chance to beat. One thing I think, too, that, uh, that uh, it's not a gigantic talking point, but I do think it should be brought up. Does a win over Louisville put Narduzzi back on the Michigan State uh, target list? You know, that's a good national win. It's one that was a team riding high. They were undefeated. If you're a powers that be at Michigan State and you say, okay, it does one of two things. It either puts them on the Michigan State target list or Pitt now gives them an extension for 15 more years. Yeah. You know, it does something after this game. <laughs> well, the good thing is if, if if Michigan State doesn't come after him, Pitt doesn't really need to, you know, sign him up for more years because he's signed through 2031 or whatever it is. Right. So, I mean, the big thing is you get leverage, right, in that business and really in this business when people come after you. When people come after you, you have leverage and all of a sudden. But the thing about Michigan State is his biggest advocate is Mark D'Antonio, who apparently is pushing hard to try and get the money people at Michigan State to understand. You bring Pat Narduzzi in, he'll clean up the program, he'll get it stable again, right? We've right. had some knuckleheads, you know, some knucklehead type stuff go on. But it's it's not necessarily a slam dunk that he would be the guy because if you're Michigan State, you've got to look at his overall record and say, can he win in the Big Ten? But a lot of stuff like that, whenever you hire a coach, is and it's not necessarily can he. What did the guy before do to earn all that money? He won a big game, and then they paid him a lot of money. Pat's coming off of a game against Louisville, where if you were on the fence and you're a Michigan State guy, you might say, "Okay, wow, I just watched him the other night beat Louisville." Again, not the biggest chip that he has in his pocket, but it is better to go in there if you're a Michigan State guy and say, wow, this guy, I just saw him on TV win, then, well, he's kind of plodding along and not necessarily winning all that much. Anyway, 412-928-9370. Go ahead, Paul. I looked it up for you. Sure. The Blue Vase is our way, this is from Narduzzi, our way of saying, are you ready for kickoff? Comes down to our kids by, uh, say, by any means, I said, let's put it out there to remind our guys to find a way to get it done. There's probably a blue vase in every room in the building. There's something, if there's some impossible task that needs to get done, I'll say to them, blue vase it. The symbol of the blue vase goes back to the 1920s novel, The Go-Getter by Peter Kine. The story follows a World War I veteran, Bill Peck, who's lost a leg and arm in the fighting, but gets a job at a lumber company in San Francisco upon Returning home sometime into this job after he met certain productivity quotas, the peck is asked by his boss, Cappy Ricks, to go buy a blue vase that the boss plans to gift to a friend. Peck is instructed to meet him on a train bound for Santa Barbara to hand off the item. Okay. I have no idea what it means after reading all of that, but it's their motivational tactic. Yes. If it makes them play better, then yeah. there should be 100 blue vases out there right. on the field. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, fan weather right now brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Come see their half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com tonight. Chance of a shower, low of 49. Chance of a shower continues into Tuesday, high of 58. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.